This is Ozarks at Large with me via Zoom is Courtney Lanning. That means it's time to review a film. Courtney, welcome back to the show. Kyle, thanks for having me. All right, this week you're reviewing Zeros and Ones. Give me the basic premise of Zeros and Ones. I wish I could, Kyle. Um, I, I don't like to come on to a review and tell you that I, I don't know what a movie's about. But after watching this movie, I, I don't really know what it's about. <laughs> That's not um, a positive. No, it's, it's hard to make heads or tails of this entire film. Um, the, the summary that came with the review copy I got was something about an American soldier in Rome... Uh, as the Vatican is being blown up by an unseen enemy that threatens the entire world. High concept, but interesting. Uh, the problem is, through the 90 minutes that I've watched this movie, uh, it's too dark to really see much of anything. Everything is shot at night, and it's, it's just so very, very dark. Not in tone, just <laughs> in, in pure lighting. It, it does, it's hard for me to see what's happening. Uh, and Ethan Hawke is the main star of this movie. And really, the movie just seems like him walking around Rome for about 90 minutes, talking to people in a Christian Bale Batman voice, just very low and growly. Uh, and he just carries around a camera and records random things. Anything redeeming about zeros and ones? You know, I, I do have to give credit where it's due. Uh, to 70-year-old director Abel Ferrara. And I, he's directed uh, other hits before, like Bad Lieutenant. Um, and I know that he has a cult following of fans. Uh, I have to give him credit because he shot this movie in Italy, which was one of the hardest-hit countries by the pandemic, yeah. and he shot this film before the, the vaccine was released. So for a lot of the film, most of the characters are wearing face masks. Um, and... You know, having been on the set of True Detective when it was shooting there in Fayetteville, I understand that creating a TV series or a movie is, is very difficult. Creating one during a pandemic in one of the hardest hit countries, I can't even imagine. All right. Well, what other movies are coming near us? So the, the two big movies this week are, of course, the first one is Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, which has Paul Rudd and one of the Stranger Things kids and... You know, I'm excited about this movie. I've been waiting to see it for a while. Uh, I know lots of people had very strong emotions about the 2016 Ghostbusters. With Kristen And it Wig. looks like, right, yeah. the, the all-female cast. Yeah, I liked it. I know, well, it brings out a lot of, lot of strong emotions in Ghostbusters fans. Mm. Um, but I guess this new one is them trying to more steer the course of the film back to... The 1980s Ghostbusters. And this is a sequel, right? I mean, this this acknowledges Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and and all the the Ghostbusters from the 1980s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To my knowledge, it focuses on Egon's family. And, uh, you know, even in the trailer, you can hear Dan Aykroyd's voice. Okay. All right. Uh, and then the, the other big movie coming out this week is King Richard, which oh. has Will Smith in it. And it's just the biopic about Serena and Venus Williams, the famous tennis players growing up. And Ghostbusters is only going to be in theaters, but this one's going to be in theaters and it'll premiere on HBO Max, just like Dune and Suicide Squad and oh. lots of other Warner Brothers pictures. Right. Courtney Lanning, as always, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me.